I'm Danica Juarez. And I'm Jan James. And this is How's It Hold Up? Hi, I'm Danica. And I'm Jan. And I'm Valerie. And today we have a special guest back, Ryan. It's me again. Hello. That's your cue. Ryan? Yeah. Huh? Hello? Did something happen? Oh, no. I responded in time and forgot to press my push to talk button. (laughs) Oh, that would do it. So pretend like I just introduced myself. (laughs) Hello, it's me. And today we watched another Out of the Inkwell short. Um, They're just fairly consistently the better shorts of this era. Um, You missed the Felix the Cat one, Ryan. You did. It was pretty cute. It was cute. It was my favorite so far. It's literally free online if you want to check it out. I'll never do it. It won't happen now. Okay. <laughs> well, <laughs> that sounds like a you problem. <laughs> You're probably right. Um, yeah, what did we what did we think of today's short, The Puzzle? I liked it. I liked it. Yeah, I liked it. There were some uh, good sleight of hand things that... That was, I don't know, I think it was done really well with the puzzle boxes and him interacting with uh, the puzzle. Yeah. Yeah, the animated puzzle. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And he had a whole bit in a tunnel, and that was very funny. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, I I was going to say the tunnel was interesting. Um, Oh, I guess, who wants to do a a spoiler-free plot synopsis? A brief one. Then you don't want me to do it. Okay. Um, I, I kind of forget how it was intro, but Max, uh, is starting to do a puzzle. He brings out Coco, or he brings out the clown through a puzzle box, uh, and then he tries to do the puzzle with Coco there, and he, he, the clown is just like, oh, that's kind of interesting, and he's like, oh, okay, I'll, you know, bring it to you. So then Max starts to do the, starts to do the puzzle with Coco there, and then Coco gets kind of bored. Max tries to kick him out, but then Max gets kicked out, and Coco does a puzzle, and it it's a interesting ending. Yeah, I don't know. there's all there's also a bit where Coco gets tied to a chair and like goes on his own mini adventure. That's true. Yeah, totally missed that. Yeah, <laughs> not a great uh, synopsis, but <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, you tried, and I, I think that's try. maybe what matters. Thank you for doing matters. that. I am so like ah. Uh... <laughs> well, let's get specific. Uh, yeah, what what do we think of the the story, the characters, the animation, which is super duper entwined with those concepts still at this point? I wasn't a fan of the stretchy neck and the the jazz hands. No, they weren't jazz hands, but they were like he kept doing something weird with his hands where they would kind of just start like um, pulsing or something. I don't know. What's the, the stretchy neck? I don't know. He was looking. I think that's when he was looking in the mirror thing. Uh, there was like a series of mirrors, and at one point there was another clown that he was looking at, and he he and he, and he cracked the the glass at that oh, point. Sure, yeah. But somewhere he kept looking around and kind of stretching his neck. Huh. Didn't notice that part. I noticed the jazz hands though. Um, animation, like yeah, like I mentioned before, the sleight of hand stuff that he was doing with solving this puzzle box of like different characters on different sides of cubes. Um, yeah. I feel like he drew it 
and then it was an actual it was actual blocks and then at the end yeah. he like transitioned it into like a, a piece of paper or a drawing or whatever that was two-dimensional again as he like shifted it over and then erased the lines yeah but it, if like, not then that's all pretty this, cool Oh, I know, right? But yeah, like the transitions between all of that was very smooth. It was. It was. That's why I was, when he originally drew all the individual puzzle pieces and then he kept mixing them around, I'm like, there's no way all those individuals could really make those pictures, but it was just really done well. Yeah. It reminded me a lot of uh, uh, Monty Python animation from Flying Circus. Oh, yeah. And, and mm. another part that reminded me of that was uh his his photo cutout hand that he often used yeah. when he was doing something non-intricate just had a single yeah. part of cutout hand that with a little grabby uh shape in the hand and just kind of scooting that around like it's clearly a photo yeah, album yeah. he was just scooting around and taking pictures and it, it, it reminded me more of a uh, of a uh, monty python which was cool yeah um what'd you guys think of the little puzzle land or whatever that that coco ended up in oh yeah that would well his adventure even before that was fun and just going through the countryside and and turning his his chair uh somehow oh i think um flesher put wheels on it and there were yeah, tied for, up. yeah yeah and then he turned it into you know a car and um and then was cruising along in the countryside that was fun and then yeah the puzzle town was interesting this again felt like another i, I feel like I, I know that he's working out of his own studio at this point but it feels like he's just like convincing people to give him money so he can practice drawing <laughs> cartoons <laughs> he's just, yeah he's just like trying animation techniques and 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 different styles of stuff and and making money off of it while he works towards I don't yeah. know, whatever features he's he's working towards. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> that was a knowing sigh. Oh. No, it's a knowing sigh that you guys are familiar with. We've seen Gulliver's Travels right. by oh, the Fletcher yeah. Brothers. Yes. <laughs> yep, that's true. I now I'm remembering. Yeah. It's okay. They have a lot of good stuff in between there once they get to like Betty Boop and Popeye and, and such. Bimbo's Initiation. That's a fun short. Um, <laughs> Bimbo's a character. Anyway, he's a dog guy. Doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> I liked uh, during Coco's ride, the, the two parts that I liked the most was when he goes down that hill or whatever, the, then jumps the little gap that has like the weird faces on them. Yeah. And then when he's in the puzzle land, that one part where he just like gets flipped underground briefly yeah, and there's, there's like a, a weird, weird face on the other side. Oh, I know. Like oh, a hairy, hairy face thing. Yeah. 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 I, I enjoyed those. I was like, oh, that's, that's like really kind of getting into the weirdness that they eventually kind of get known for with their shorts. So, <laughs> Yeah. Um and then yeah, the ending with with Max getting stuck in the tunnel and stuff is is fun. It's it's always fun to see what he's willing to like do to himself for the sake of comedy. So There was like no rotoscoping on this one. Yeah, right? That's very interesting. Yeah, I'm like it feels like Max is finally figuring out and leaning into the fact that he's like I I have a, a more interesting and surreal style. I may have created that thing which makes uh you know, semi-realistic stuff, but I have a weird surreal style that I, I like drawing better, so I'm going to do that. Yeah, and he certainly doesn't like completely give up on rotoscoping, but he 
he incorporates stuff better. Because I know that like there's some classic Betty Boop shorts that definitely still uses rotoscoping, mostly to like mimic um, Cal Holloway's dances um, for whoever, whatever the character is that's like singing his songs, and he'll he'll do his dances, and it's clearly a rotoscoped of the actual performance, which is, is interesting, but it goes along with the weirdness of the shorts. Uh, we'll get there eventually. Oh, <laughs> what did you guys think of the when he made the the puzzle when he completed it or whatever, and it was Max, and then Max like it would the, the image him. of Max just haunted him. Yeah, yeah, that was funny. That was <laughs> just funny. kept appearing everywhere, and how it came up off off the 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 painting board haunted him like th- in, into real life. Yes. Start really starts to make <laughs> yeah. you question what. <laughs> is going on <laughs> what yeah, is like what is it what is its reality <laughs> like what is this thing <laughs> well two things one is it didn't say a lot for um fleischman that he took him forever and he could put together this puzzle because he had a long time no, to he work seems on very it. bad he wasn't puzzle. making it he wasn't making much progress um but then i like the ending where he where he was coming from the tunnel apparently was climbing up through the inkwell yeah. and then pulling pulling Coco back in. That was that was neat. Our puzzles from that time that seemed kind of hard with like the shapes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know. Yeah, they were just um, geometric. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it was interesting if if that's kind of what puzzle shapes were of just like, nah, it's any old thing. Yeah, not that the was kind weird. Of pattern yeah. that we're used to. Yeah, we're used to striving towards, like, a goal of it's supposed to look a certain way, and pieces are supposed to fit a certain way together, but that didn't seem like how these puzzles worked. Mm-mm. Or this puzzle, whatever. Yeah, and in the animated one, the, the pieces definitely shifted as, yeah. like, Max was handling them and Coco was handling them, but but the initial puzzle that was, you know, more that was physical... Uh, was like that as well and i was like wow those i don't know those pieces were interesting yeah it definitely appeared as if he had started from a photo of himself and taken an exacto <laughs> knife and sliced it into pieces what <laughs> <laughs> now right that's, that's mostly what it looked that? like to me <laughs> maybe so um what did you guys i don't know if this was um the version that you saw or whatever did this but the version that we watched um had a red tint to all the scenes with max including when his hands or whatever interacted with coco um but then when it was like coco by himself it was just black and white it didn't have a tint and then they also had like a blue tint when he was in the tunnel. Yeah, I did watch that one. And they had the, the whoever had done the restoration had kind of added sound effects too. Oh, yeah, yeah, they did. Yeah, I saw that one. I, I watched it twice. And the first one I watched had no sound whatsoever. And I was literally. <laughs> That's li- always a fun experience. I literally like nodded off <laughs> in the middle of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, you need something. So, I, yeah, I, I found another one. I think I, we found the same one. Yeah, it sounds like a. Um, yeah, I, I, I think the, I liked it okay in general, but I don't know if I kind of might've preferred if the Coco scenes kept the red tint. Cause it was a little weird sometimes going back and forth between the red and the white for me. I didn't really notice it. I, yeah. I'm sorry. I didn't notice it either. Hey, that's Other fair. Other than, yeah. I, I noticed there was obviously a different 
tint to the the tunnel, but other than yeah, that, that's blue. Um, let's go into the part that our podcast is named after. How's it hold up? I mean, fine. I think it's fine. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. There's no mm-hmm. ladies or people of color for them to not treat well. There is it's one lady. Go and Max again. Yeah, when there is a little house. bit where he combines... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, at the very beginning with the puzzles, he combines Coco, the bottom half, as a lady. Well, no, I think we were talking about going through the house. No, no, I, I, well, oh. Valerie was. I wasn't. I was talking about the puzzle blocks. Oh, okay. Well, there we go. Yeah. Two sort of instances. I couldn't tell, I I couldn't tell who the, the person in the house was, whether they were a lady or not. Yeah. It, it seemed fair. like there was like a... There might have even been two people briefly. It, it seemed like it was like... Yeah, just a, a typical-looking middle-aged lady or something like that. Um, but yeah, the one in the beginning, she looked like uh, there was a there was an out of the inkwell that I saw before this that um, that involved uh, Coco trying to save this lady that was like at the top of a cliff or whatever, and shenanigans ensue, and it, and she seemed to have the same design on the puzzle blocks, which is interesting. But yeah, she's just she's just some lady. Yeah, and then, like Jan says, he flips two of them over to reveal Coco's top half and then oh, yeah, her yeah. bottom half. So that's played as a laugh a little bit, which, you know, eh. That but bothered me a little bit. Yeah. Mostly it was throwaway. Yeah, it was pretty, it's it's easy to overlook. Um, yeah, it's it's obviously a little bit of a joke, but it's also so quick and it's not... It's not as direct as some of those sorts of jokes tend to be, where they yeah. like just actually put a guy in a dress or whatever, um, just messing around with blocks that have yeah. poses on them. Um, yeah, anything else for this section that comes to mind? I don't think so. Let's go on to uh, favorites and least favorites. What was your least favorite part? Um, there was one little repetitive part. I, it was It was kind of funny. But not really. Where Max and Coco kept pushing a piece back and forth, <laughs> like they both oh, wanted yeah. it somewhere, and, and the other wanted it a different place. So I was like, "Okay, okay." You're like, eh, "Okay, I'm I got fine. It. Thank you." <laughs> I think my least favorite was when he was in front of the mirror. Um, his reaction, uh, Coco's reaction, went on a very long time. Too long, it felt like. It's like okay, I get it. Like move, move or something. Yeah. Instead of like, looking at it, was like it, looking like, at look, us, looking look, at look, I can draw reflections. <laughs> yeah, right. How cool it's is like, that? Okay, <laughs> it's not. It's not that cool, Max. Calm down. So I, th- I think that was my <laughs> least favorite. It was the most boring to me. I think the most boring to me was um, Max just trying to do the puzzle, and I just feel like some of those parts just kind of kept going on too long. I guess I'll agree with the mirror part but mostly because um like uh y'all said it it went on a long time and that sort of joke has been kind of refined so that it doesn't have to be as long so yeah like this is an early instance and it's like a like oh it reflects it reflects and then right at the end it it it's not a reflection and then they kind of like coco turns around and the and faces you, and then the uh, reflection is facing you, and it took too long to get to that point. Yeah. Yeah, car- this is definitely a gag that cartoons will utilize a whole lot. Um, what was your favorite moment? Something with Max in the tunnel, because that was just very <laughs> funny. <laughs> yeah, Max's whole, like, 
his de- his decision to follow Coco into the tunnel. Yeah. <laughs> Which was really funny to look at him like crawling on his desk into this tunnel. Yeah. Yes. And then and then getting blocked in and all all of the, the whole tunnel scene. It's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I, I especially like the part where he uh got to the end of the tunnel and like kind of looked around and realized there was a ladder up above him and then he had to like twist his body and grab it and climb up. Yeah, like just the whole thought of that process of like, okay, now we have to build this tunnel into your board <laughs> so that you go into it. And now here's this fake tunnel with like drawings to make it look a little different. Was there a hole okay, in the like, wall behind his desk or, or was there know. a fake wall? <laughs> did they have it out far enough? that? Because uh, did, did they show him go all the way in? It feels like they did. Yeah, I, I don't so. know. I don't know how he did and that. And then he's like, okay, we now we got to dirty your suit because you, yeah. you drew a really long tunnel. So like, <laughs> you, you got to feasibly like have been crawling through this tunnel it's just very silly it is yeah as much as i loved seeing um coco uh morph the chair uh with wheels into uh a automobile and riding in the countryside i think the tunnel though is my absolute favorite and especially him climbing like you said especially from the moment where he has to look up and he's on the outside of the, t- or he's gone to the end of the tunnel and he's looking around and he sees the ladder and he climbs all the way up in his dirty suit and then ends up coming through the inkwell and then pulling Coco in. I just, that was just neat. Who's your least favorite character <laughs> of the two characters? Is there any, I don't think there's anything else that can be considered a character of this. It's pretty much just them two. Yeah. Uh, my least favorite character is the uh, puzzle cutout of Max. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, he's terrifying. He just keeps appearing around. He's very superior to you. His arms <laughs> yeah, he has a very haughty kind of... Yeah. Yeah, you you know what? You're right. I hate that guy. <laughs> I'll go with Coco. Yeah. I have to go with Coco. You've never liked Coco. I never liked Coco. Uh, a favorite character. Puzzle cut out of Max. Oh. <laughs> Wow. Really coming at us right now, Valerie. Strong feelings. <laughs> joking. Max. Yeah, we'll, we'll hand it to Max, Max again. Yeah, it's Max. Tunnel Max is my favorite. Yeah, Tunnel Max, yeah. That was great. I also enjoyed Dumb Can't Handle a Puzzle Max, honestly. Because <laughs> the way he just like, kept putting them together and they there was clear gaps and it's like... I don't know how this puzzle's supposed to go, but not like you're doing it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you you knew he was going to cause you trouble. Why why did you draw him and then right. start putting exactly. the puzzle together? <laughs> yeah, he literally just always causes you trouble. <laughs> He's yeah. like, now just sit quietly in the chair. And it's like, I couldn't sit quietly in the chair watching you do this. <laughs> I know. <laughs> what did you expect? <laughs> uh yeah let's go on to overall consensus and where we would rate this thing uh it was enjoyable i will give it a mm, 2.25 you seem to feel real strongly about that I, ryan did you want to <laughs> sure uh yeah uh i, I seem to have settled into a, a rhythm with these out of the inkwells uh they they all kind of hit the same buttons, and I can't really fault them for that. Not really. Yeah. Uh, so I'm gonna land this one. Uh. Yeah. Two point seven five. Yeah, that's what I was feeling too. 
2.75. Yeah, I think so. Um, I think I'm going to go 2.5 and I'm, yeah, and I would recommend it. Yeah, yeah, I mean, recommend it if you're watching these old ones. Yep. I've been watching the out of the ink, all the out of the ink so far. So like the ones that we've watched are generally the better ones. Um, besides maybe the the one with the doll, but that one had a lot of things to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's cute enough. Yeah. Next yeah. time, I'm gonna try to not do another out of the inkwell short, and maybe speed us through 1923 quicker than we got through 1922. So. <laughs> i'm ready i'm ready for the advent of sound y'all i really am but we got more years before that but yeah next time next time it'll be some other short and next time on the main episode i already said it in the last thing so i'm not gonna do that here i don't know why the end of the shorts episodes are always a train wreck for me verbally (laughs) every time you just make a decision not to main- mention the main episode. I wonder if that would save you this. Maybe so. Uh, <laughs> thanks for joining us, Ryan, and we look forward to you being on the main episode. Yes, and thank, thank you to our listeners. Yes, thank you. All right, bye. Bye. Bye bye. This has been How's It Hold Up with Danica Juarez and Jan James. You can find our podcast on Twitter at How's It Hold Up Pod. That's with each word capitalized and no apostrophe. Also, if you'd like to support us, we have a Patreon. You can find us at patreon.com slash user question mark U equals 2790566. Every little bit helps, and even with a minimum pledge, you get access to things you won't hear in our main podcast feed. Check it out for more info. The two pieces of music used in this episode were created by Kevin McLeod. You can find both The Curtain Rises and Cool Cats at incomptech.com. That's I-N-C-O-M-P-E-T-E-C-H.com. Both songs were licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. More info on that can be found at http colon slash slash creativecommons.org slash licenses slash by slash 3.0. Thanks for listening.